Hey, welcome to Kenyut's Exploration, your topic in a podcast. I am Dr. Kenyut White, your host. Remember to share, rate, subscribe, and comment. Thank you. Hey, how you doing? Uh, as we'd say in Jamaica, a me man. Yeah, it's me. Dr. Kenyut White and Kenyut's Exploration, your topic in a podcast. Welcome. Let me take this opportunity to welcome those persons who we have realized, based on data, listening to us from Jamaica, naturally, the United States. We're reaching out to you from Miramar, Florida. Canada, those listening to us in Russia, Cayman, Brazil, Denmark, the UK, France, Germany, Ukraine, Spain, Australia, parts of Africa, St. Lucia, Switzerland and other parts of the world. I just like to say welcome to Kenyut Exploration, your topic in a podcast. I like to, to sh- shout out to Ladana Ray, the Ladana Ray show. You you must follow Ladana Ray um, while following Kenyut Exploration. Ladana is my sister. Follow Ladana Ray, the Ladana Ray show as well. Shout out to you, Ladana, out there in Chicago. Shout out to the Miami Media School and the BNA family, the media family, shout out to you guys. I just like to to look at uh, a, a number of things before we go in to to talk to our guests. the The topic, the show, is going to be looking at a number of topic in the news from time to time, and I just like to share a topic with you that we picked up in the news, in the news over the weekend. And it's a Colorado man hailed as a hero for shooting a suspect who fatally gunned down a police officer this week was killed by police while holding the suspect's rifle, police said. It, you know, it, it, it's, it's sad, but, but what I want you guys to do is just to reflect on, on, on what went on there. Um, we, we cannot blame the police officer, naturally. Uh, you know, in split second, anything could have happened to the police officer. Cannot blame the man either. But, the, you know, the, the, the situation as it is. Well, the discussion continues. You know, just just give your comment in, in the comment box here as you listen to this episode or go on our page, Facebook page, on and make your comment on the Facebook Facebook Live as well. Make your comments there. We want to hear what you have to say while you comment and and on the topic, the the content of of this episode as well. You know, it, it's a real touching story, but but that's that's how it is. And um, you know, we want to hear what you have to say. The 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 exploration question that that I'd like to to ask you guys, and also to to ask our guest today. It's 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 very it's very interesting because this question is something that many people perhaps do not take into consideration. We know if I ask your 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 date of birth, you'll tell me. Say, take for instance, hypothetically, July second, nineteen ninety. But if I ask you the day when you were born, perhaps you might not even be thinking about that, right? It's easy to find that out. Just you know. Type in somewhere July 2nd, 1990, and you'll get the, the date. But the time when you were born, <laughs> that many of us just do not know unless we have uh, we had asked our mummy or, or somebody who had experienced our birth. Um, I was born 
Thursday, February 8th at 7.30. And um, <laughs> 7.30, so I'm a Thursday guy, um, 7.30 in PM, ET, right? Uh, so you understand, I, I'm that type of guy. I'm not sure if it has anything to do with my personality. But check it out, though. Ask your mother before it's too late. When The time when you were born. Uh, or ask somebody who have experienced your birth and um, you coming home and, and heard about the time when you were actually born. It's, it's an interesting thing, but it's something I will, I will ask my, my guest. I, I, I'm sure he's trying to find that out right now. But um, this episode of Can You Exploration, your topic in the podcast, was brought to you by Shop Posh Libra. Shop Posh Libra. Shop Posh Libra is a is a Jamaican fashion store, online fashion store. You can WhatsApp them at 876-292-4255. Shop Posh Libra, deliver a service available. Um, follow them on Instagram at Shop Posh Libra. Shop Posh Libra, fashionable, essential. It's, it's very important that you dress, you know, to, to we we'll say in Jamaica, dress to kill, you know, dress in a fashion that will, 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 will um, be outrageous and, and, you know, look well. But I'd like to, to talk to our guest today about a number of, of, of things as it relates to your life and where you'd want it to go. Our guest today is Eric Winters. He will be talking to us about where, where we'd want our life to go, or we'd want to build that life that, that we see as an ideal life. So I'm going to let Eric in, and he will not... You will not forget to answer my question. Eric, Winter, <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> Can you? Hello. And hello from Sydney, Australia. I, am, this, I was about to tell them that you just wake up, Eric. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Look, I've, I've got a hot cup of tea here. I'm rubbing the sleep from my eyes, but I can just make you out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and, right? And uh, you started me off with a question. What time was I born? What day of the week was I born? And I don't know. I don't know. And my parents have passed away. I may Mm. never know what time of the day. But I'm curious, when you reach that time of the day, every day, can you? Do you celebrate your birthday when you get to 7.30? No. I I, I really, (laughs) I only consider the time and it relates for me knowing. It's an academic thing for me. But no, my celebration, you know, for my birthday, I tell you this, my birthday the 8th of February is for me New Year's Day. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a big day for me. It's a New Year's Day, right? It's New Year's it, Day. It, it starts all over again. <laughs> yeah, All over again for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's, hell, a, that's a good tip. Uh, lovely. But um, I, I would like to say to you, though, try to find that out. Yeah, know that I have prompted that in you. Try, try to find that out somehow. All right? Hey, Eric. I will. It's really nice to see you, though, knowing that you are coming. Well, you're you're reaching out to us from so far. I I almost said coming from so far. <laughs> right. A pleasure, a pleasure. The yeah. technology makes it so much easier now, isn't this miraculous? Oh yeah. You, that we can talk to each other in real time. You're on the other side of the planet. It's mm-hmm. we live in miraculous times. Tell you, you know, you know, and and COVID nineteen has has um brought this out somehow because you know. People are streaming more than ever now in the workplace. And I, and I share this with you. I saw something on, on um, social media about we're more productive. Is it working from home or working in the, the, the organization, in the workplace? Because if you work from home, 
you will not be talking, gossiping with your friends. Well, you know what I'm saying. You're with your, your work friends, right? Trying to get coffee don't don't the cafeteria and so on. So 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 home is more productive, they are saying. So is it that we need to stay at home to, and work? <laughs> it's extraordinary. There's a, I can mention that here in Sydney, there's enormous resistance to going back into the mm -hmm. office. People like being at home. They mm -hmm. do not like the commute. The traffic's pretty pretty difficult here. Right. And they don't like paying for parking. And by mm -hmm. and large, people are saying, no, we would prefer to stay at home maybe four days a week and maybe come in one day a week. Oh. So there's that's the, the predominant theme is people mm -hmm. love staying at home and mm -hmm. they are slow. They are finding excuses not to go back <laughs> into the office. I, I think that's the same. And you know that I'm Jamaican. I will talk before. And I think that's the same in Jamaica and in the United States where I, I'm at. Right. Um, you know, and it's, 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 it's perhaps a global situation. People now you get used to staying at home and, and they're loving it. And there, there's going to be a challenge, you know, after COVID as it relates to the, the world synergy in the workplace. I think you're right. I yeah. think you're right. But on, the, on the other hand, of course, the mm -hmm. fact that we are working from home prevents us from talking to each other. And whilst it's possible to waste time talking to each other, we oh, can yeah. also learn things from one another. We can share information, share mm -hmm. experiences, uh, mm -hmm. give each other support. And that's absent now. Working in isolation is also going to have significant downsides, which we oh, yeah. need to navigate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what I want to hear from you, right? Yes. Who are you? Who are, it was Eric Winter. No. I, look, Eric, every time I call your name, be calling yes. and talking with you, I almost say Eric Williams. I'm not sure if you heard about that Trinidadian politician. Um, long ago, I was young. I was very, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, was he Eric very William. good looking? Was he a very good looking man, Kenneth? Ah, I, I, I figure. I figure. <laughs> you're saying all the Eric's are ladies, you're hearing that. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind you confusing me with someone who's, <laughs> who's good no, looking cool. or, cool. or, or successful or cool. It's yeah, cool. or well dressed. Okay, who is Eric Winters? Well, Eric Winters is a self leadership coach, mm -hmm. a black belt hand washer. And the author of a book, Swipe Right on Your Best Self. Black belt. Hand washer. What? Yeah. What? Well, what I mean, <laughs> we, we, it's what we, it's, we, we're spending so much time washing our hands now because of the COVID crisis. I've got really good at it. I've got really good. And I've awarded myself a black belt, can you? I understand. <laughs> you know, and as I was saying to, to, to um, my listeners uh, last episode, that. Um, we have gotten so, so much as an, as an expert. However, we have learned a new way, the right way to wash our hands. In, in my mind, we, we didn't know before. It's true. <laughs> it's, it's true. We were ignorant. We yeah, thought we were ignorant about doing that. making them wet was enough. But no, <laughs> it, it, it turns out moistening them just doesn't actually remove right. dirt, dirt or bacteria. I, we've got I, to, oh, we've got to go up the sleeves. <laughs> Yeah, it's, a, hope, it's a 30-second operation. Yeah, no, I hope that will make us more healthy, you know, healthier um, universe, I guess, right? Yeah, but, but, totally. but that's cool. I, I realize you have 20 years of um, international corporate life. Um, tell us about that. Yes, yeah, I've been very, very fortunate. So I started life off working in Edinburgh in Scotland. 
-hmm. And I had a, a tremendous job there in the IT industry as a consultant. Uh, but after eight years or so, the industry was going through a bad time. And a friend of mine was promoted to being my manager. And she said, Eric, if you want it, I can get you redundancy. Mm -hmm. And I, he said, but you've got to choose in one week. You've got one week. And I said, no, 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 no. I, I want to stay here in this country doing this job forever. Why would mm -hmm. I want to leave? So I was staying in my comfort zone. And I thought I would live in that country and work in that same job forever. But as when I got to about day five, mm -hmm. I realized, oh, no, I, I need to be brave here. I, I need yeah. to be bold. And, and I decided to leave. And it was the best decision I made in my life to, to leave the comfort, the security, the certainty. Mm -hmm. And it was a, it was a, it was a good job. It was a good job. Okay. But I, instead mm -hmm. I, I opted for a, a bigger life mm -hmm. and I had the wonderful experience of living and working in the Middle East okay. in Abu Dhabi for two yeah. years, mm -hmm. which opened up my mind. Can you, I mm -hmm. have to confess that if you grow up in the UK and stay in the UK, you only know UK things. Your oh, yeah. mindset is restricted. Right. And I was, looking back, I was a little bit, uh, I had a bit of a superiority complex. I thought back oh. then, oh, the, mm -hmm. the British way is the best way yeah. and, and the only real way. And all of that was shattered by leaving mm -hmm. and living with people in the Abu Dhabi from Sudan, mm -hmm. from Egypt, from Lebanon, from Syria, from Holland, and even France. I had to work with wow. the French. So <laughs> it was really healthy to get out of that. And then after that, I went to Germany and had a fabulous three years in Munich. And mm -hmm. I would encourage all your listeners, if they get the opportunity, right. to mm -hmm. visit Munich. Beautiful city. You can mm -hmm. see the mountains, lots of old architecture and uh, wonderful outdoorsy people okay. love being outdoors. So I had three years there and then I came to Australia. But what I discovered, Kenyut, was it didn't mm. matter where I was, if I was in the Middle Eastern culture or the German culture or the Australian culture, right. I was witnessing the same thing. I was witnessing the same thing, that there were some leaders who were very skilled, very talented, very experienced. But when the pressure was on, mm -hmm. some of them would lose it to some degree. They would panic oh. uh, and they would get, they would worry and they infected their teams yeah. with their anxiety mm -hmm. and problems took much, much longer to solve yeah. and everyone had a, a, a very unpleasant time. But there were other leaders who were equally intelligent, equally experienced, mm -hmm. equally skilled that when the pressure was on, they were able to maintain their balance, yeah. get the best from themselves and get the best from others. And I wanted to know what's the difference, what's, what, yeah. what's going on here. And so I took a step back and immersed myself in the science. And there is a rich, okay. rich science mm -hmm. of human performance and right. mm -hmm. human behavior. When do we work at our best? What skills and strategies can we learn? Yeah. So it doesn't matter where you are now. All of us yeah. can find ways to become more effective at meeting life's right. challenges. Right. I, and you have said something, um, you know, in psychology, well, I, I'm also a psychologist, but um, there's a thing called ethnocentrism. 
the, 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 the fact that, <laughs> take for instance, I'm from Jamaica, and I believe that everywhere that I go in this world, it must be the Jamaican culture that I'm, I'm going to be seeing. If you're not, if you're not exerting Jamaican culture, you're not living. Yes, so that is a sort of entrance <laughs> type of thing, believe you know. And, um, no, that's not so. So, as you have said, as you move across the globe, you will see different things, and you realize it's not about UK, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's more than that. Then, hey. um, yeah, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was no, I was just gonna say there are it's only by being exposed mm -hmm. to different people and different ways that we learn, yeah, and uh. There's no better way of learning, I think, than actually being deposited in another culture. So it's all around you. You live it day in, day out. Right. And right. yeah, it's a mind-opening experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, very, very, very important. We're sitting here with Eric Winters out of Australia. I, I, I love to say that it's morning for him. While for us here in, yeah. in the United States, it's um, 17 minutes after 6 and uh, what time is it there for you? Ah, uh, it's 17 minutes after 8 a.m. In, in the morning. Yes. Yeah, and I was talking about in the evening for us. Okay. Yes, that's, <laughs> it's, it is. It's a, it's a strange thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah here yeah. we are. I haven't had yeah. my breakfast yet. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right. Over 12 years experience in yes. helping leaders. Talk yes. a little about that and their teams. Yeah, yeah that's right. So I spent uh, a number of years learning i got two master's degrees in human behavioral science and then right. i've taken that out of the okay. academic world mm -hmm. and now i'm working with leaders helping them to better manage their minds mm -hmm. when they're challenged yeah. and we are challenged on an ongoing basis i, yeah. I reckon every five or ten minutes there are small challenges that riddle our lives Definitely. small ones and and big ones happen mm -hmm. And some of these challenges we don't want. So they may be company reorganizations. There could be lockdowns. We might be made redundant, lose our work, apply for jobs, not get it. And a lot of these challenges we didn't ask for. Yeah. But a, a really rewarding life, a really meaningful, satisfying life is also going to be challenging. And you're going to choose challenges. Yeah. You're going to choose the challenge of being in a, a relationship perhaps an intimate relationship that's a challenging thing yeah. these things don't go easy you've got the challenge of beginning a relationship maintaining a relationship mm -hmm. managing it taking care of it and sometimes we have the challenge of of leaving a yeah. relationship and the same thing goes for work if you want to aspire to be your best mm -hmm. you're going to have to learn new things and you will not be good at them immediately yeah. That can be challenging. You're going to apply for new roles. You may go to different organizations or different country, towns, cities, or countries. Mm. That's challenging. Yeah. So, you developing your career to grow, to develop, is going to be a series of That's challenges. Funny. So, I believe that the quality of our lives is determined to a very large degree by how well we can meet life's challenges. The yeah. ones we get, and the ones we set for ourselves. Yeah, interesting. And and uh, I, I love putting my guests on the spot. Um, um, so this is always an on the spot question. What your childhood? What what were the challenges in your childhood? What Eric's childhood was all about? What what it looks like? 
Oh, well, I, I grew up uh, by the seaside mm. in England uh, with my mother. So my father passed away when I was five. Mm -hmm. So, I, of course, I remember very little about it now. Yeah, but I am told it was a it was a challenging time for the the family. Of, of course, yeah. when the the, the, the main breadwinner, yeah, yeah. the breadwinner left, mm -hmm. he was uh, no longer in the picture. So there was this this hole, this big hole. And my my father was a a fighter pilot okay. in the Second World War, mm -hmm. fighting uh, uh, flying hurricanes and spitfire planes shooting no. down the germans in the second world war so <laughs> yeah. i grew up with which, which nowadays i feel kind of uncomfortable talking about it i have a lot of german friends you see yeah definitely and, they're, and, and they're lovely people you know yeah of course and, and, and it's hard to imagine that we were yeah. fighting each other yeah. These, this, it's a wonderful nation the germans mm -hmm. i know anyway that was history it happened then mm -hmm. and my father shot five of them down. So he was something of a, a war hero. So I grew up with the legend mm -hmm. of this hero. He wasn't there physically, but there was the story, his presence of mm -hmm. this courageous man was with us. But I had the, the wonderful opportunity to watch my mother yeah. step forward and courageously started mm -hmm. to earn money. She Her whole life, she'd never had a job. Okay. Now, suddenly, she had two little boys mm -hmm. and had to earn money for herself. And she worked so hard going out, selling, went going in the markets, selling socks and stockings. Yeah. That was the, okay. the mm -hmm. family business. And I was mm -hmm. fortunate enough to observe her mm -hmm. be bold, step forward, work hard and be entrepreneurial. So yeah. it was inspiring. Wow. And, and, and as you talk about inspiring, right? Um, yes. What What's the inspirational message from your childhood that, you know, something that would perhaps empower others today based on what had happened in your childhood? Well, I, I really do believe that if we aspire to a bold vision, we all have much, much greater potential to mm. achieve it than we realize. Yeah. We all underestimate the extent of our potential and so as a child i've say i've witnessed my mother stepping forward from being a quiet retiring housewife yeah. to being a successful entrepreneur and uh, she didn't just work in the market she then started uh, selling she had a shop she had a business in the high street and she became a respected member of the business community yeah cool yes i love that i love that you know it, it's it's you know i i, I tell you this eric I'm not sure if you've ever gone to Jamaica. Have you ever I haven't gone? I haven't had that pleasure yet. You need to. You need I, to, right? <laughs> when they open the airport, can you? When they open the airport. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, I, I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to call you. <laughs> All right. Um but um in in Jamaica that's the the life of many of the youths. That that was my life. You know, um mother doing, you know, uh, you know, vending, you know, doing domestic work and so on. And, and try to, to ensure that we, we, we get some support as a child. So your story will be inspirational for many Jamaican youths and, and many youths here in America as well, because that's a story for many youths here as well, right? So, and other parts of the world. So thank you for that. Um, this, you have said this, the quality of our lives, I think you have alluded to that, depending on how well we meet our challenges 
the yes. ones we choose and the ones that choose us. Talk to yeah. me about that. Mm, yeah, that's right. So in in life, we all of us live in a culture mm -hmm. that has certain ideas for how you ought to live. Mm -hmm. What how a, a man of a certain age from mm -hmm. a certain background there's society has a lot of expectations for how mm -hmm. you ought to live and if we spend our lives obediently complying with the expectations of others yeah. we risk getting to the end of our lives the very end of our lives oh. looking back and you know what did i do what did i do i've spent my entire life uh, please, please conforming being uh, an obedient citizen buying what i was told by the media and <laughs> conforming rather than yeah. carving my own path yeah. and we have a, a palliative care nurse who's an author here in australia mm -hmm. her name is bronnie ware and she spent years working with people in their last few weeks or days of life mm -hmm. and she was hearing the same message again and again from people as they neared the end mm -hmm. the same regret i should say not from everyone but she heard a common collection of regrets and that according to bronnie ware the top regret of the dying mm -hmm. amongst the people she was caring for was this i wish i'd had the courage to live a life true to myself mm. and not the life that others expected of me yeah and you know you know, Eric, we have seen this a lot, where we live the life of others. Okay, they won't love this, so I'm not going to be doing it, even though I want it. Right? They, 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 they would not appreciate this, even though I appreciate it. Yes, yes. We hold ourselves back. And we say, oh, others would not like it. They'd disapprove. I'd mm -hmm. be rejected. People would look down at me. I'd better not. People hold back and take the easier path in the short term. In the short term, it's easier to abandon your own hopes and dreams mm -hmm. for your own path and instead to, to do what pleases perhaps your parents uh, or, as I say, maybe just society. Mm -hmm. And we are, we are given so many messages by our environment as to how others think we mm -hmm. should live, how we yeah. should conform, how we should... Uh, yeah, how we should obey messaging. Yeah. But you, if, if we do that, we, we, we run the risk of mm -hmm. sharing the top regret of the dying. And we don't want to do that. Right. And we are going to be looking at those regrets later on. But um, you are in behavioral science as well. This, this, this uh, Maslow hierarchy of needs, <laughs> the, the, the belonging aspect of it. Yeah, belonging. Is it that we want to feel belong? We want to, to, to feel like a part of the group. That yeah, indeed. is why we're doing that. We conform, yeah. And we, we, we have grown up in a, in a past in which belonging to the group yeah. was a matter of life or death. Mm -hmm. Actually, for, for most of human history, it was really important that the group approved of you <laughs> and, and, and that you, you played your role. Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. if you didn't, oh, yeah. if you didn't play your role in the group, if you stepped out of line and started doing your own thing, you would be rejected. And for most of human history, to be rejected yeah. meant uh, certain death. We lived in a world mm -hmm. 
with mm. a lot of animals with very sharp teeth, as you know, yeah, can you? Yeah, very yeah, hungry. Yeah, yeah. A lot of very hungry animals yeah, yeah. that were fast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And humans, unfortunately, we're, we're good to eat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah, want to be rejected yeah, yeah. by your tribe. But, <laughs> but those days have gone now. We, you know, we, we are no longer living in tightly knit tribes where we depend oh, yeah. for our very life mm. on the people around us. But we still have the same genetics. So, yes, you're absolutely right. We've got mm -hmm. this uh, – it's almost a genetic legacy yeah. that we carry around with us to make sure we don't upset people. Mm -hmm. But are we not hurting ourselves to please people? That's the thing. Yes. We're, 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 we're perhaps literally too because the stress and so on, killing ourselves just to please others because we want to feel belong. Very interesting. You know, and um, um, people need to focus on that and realize that, you know, it's good to do self would say, you know, take care of self because we're hurting ourselves just to please others. The, the, the other question I'd like to ask you though, what stops us from pursuing or, or biggest dreams in life? Mm, well, I, I believe that we're held back from pursuing our biggest dreams by three human predicaments. Mm -hmm. There are three particular circumstances that make us live in a more fearful way. The first predicament that humans have is that, like other animals, we, we live in the real world, the solid mm -hmm. world of objects. Yeah, but a yeah. human being also lives in their head. Okay. We spend about mm. half of our lives imagining stuff in our head, imagining what we might do later on today mm. or remembering what happened in the past. But it's not happening now, but we can remember and project forward. Mm -hmm. And the ideas that we think about in our head are very, very influential. They're very powerful. A friend of mine tried on a VR headset last week, and he was in the ground floor of an electrical store, and he put on this virtual reality headset and he was standing on carpet, but in his mm -hmm. head, in his imagination, he was on the top of a skyscraper <laughs> yeah. and he was on the edge. He was on the edge. And the sales assistant said, just take one step forward. And he said, no, no, <laughs> I cannot do it. So on the one hand, yeah. he knew it wasn't real. Mm -hmm. It was in his imagination but he could not bring himself to step forward. So in life, we will hold ourselves back. We will not step forward just by imagining mm -hmm. how things might turn out well. Mm -hmm. If I ask this person out on a date, oh, they might reject me. If I ask for this role in this, if I apply for a bigger role, I might not get it. That would be embarrassing. Mm -hmm. If I spoke in front of this crowd, they might, they might laugh, they might mock. So we imagine things not going well and we hold ourselves back. So this is the first human predicament, a very good and very influential imagination. Mm -hmm. The second human predicament we have is that we all live in a culture that drip feeds us junk values. So we've been taught again and again by advertising that the route to a happy life, a fulfilling life, comes through buying stuff, through having a, a, a new phone, perhaps, mm -hmm. or another car, or a, uh, it could be anything, a watch, a fragrance. And it promises us that if we got these things, then we would be better than we are now. And the messaging we get is relentless. It tells us that as you are today, you are not successful enough. You're not rich enough. You're not popular enough. You're not 
uh, good looking enough. Mm -hmm. You're simply not enough. And so our well-being is diminished by this constant trickle of messaging that tells you you are inadequate as you are. And that erodes our sense of well-being and it erodes our willingness to be bold and courageous in life. So this the second predicament is this culture that gives us toxic messaging. And the last thing I should mention about our toxic culture is it says the most important thing is that you feel good now. It's really important that you keep feeling okay. good now. And it prevents us from experiencing discomfort. It, it Our culture does not like us to feel bad at mm -hmm. all. And if somebody asks you, can you, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. There's only one socially approved answer. How, how are you, can you? I'm good. You're good. You've got to say you're good. You're not allowed to say, actually, today, you know you're what? Right. You're it's right. It's a bit of a hard, actually, I'm a bit, wor I'm a bit worried about things I've got on at the moment. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of bills to pay. I've had an argument with my wife. Mm -hmm. No, that's prohibited. <laughs> we cannot be honest with one I another. With you. Yeah. yeah. And so we're losing our ability to, to be with discomfort from other people mm -hmm. and with ourselves. This is a bad thing. If you want to have yeah. a courageous life, you'd better be good at yeah, staying yeah. with discomfort. It's not comfortable being bold. Mm -hmm. It's not comfortable being adventurous. So that's the, uh, the second that predicament. One. Mm -hmm. But there's a third predicament. And I call this the biggest elephant. The biggest elephant. The biggest elephant in the room. And the biggest elephant in the room, from my perspective, right. is the fact, and we're not allowed to talk about it. But, but, but can you... Can you hold well, that out? Can you explain elephant in the room? Because maybe yes. some persons, you know, I know, but I want you to explain it to, to uh, Yeah, others. okay. So the, the, the expression the elephant yeah. in the room means the thing that we all know, but we do not talk yeah. about. So right. if there was an elephant in the room, it would be quite obvious, wouldn't it? You, you couldn't you couldn't overlook mm -hmm. an elephant in your room. Mm -hmm. Right. So imagine sitting on around a dinner table with an elephant, but nobody mentions the elephant. Mm -hmm. It'd be crazy. But there's something like that. Yeah. And and what for me is the biggest elephant in the room is the fact we are all mortal. We're all going to die. Yeah. It's normal. It happens. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. But we're all feel uncomfortable. Oh, I don't like to talk about death. And we put it out of our minds. Now, that makes us feel better in the yeah. short term, but it comes at a price. Because when you acknowledge that life is finite, then it activates an urgency to live well now. Now. There's nothing quite like a deadline. If you're setting a goal, it's good. You've, yeah. Goals work much better when, when you say, I'm going to do this by a certain date. Well, yeah, the truth is we've all got a deadline. Yeah. And we don't yeah. know when it is. <laughs> I agree. If we can develop the capability to accept mm -hmm. honestly, not to lose mourn and lose ourselves in it and mope and be miserable but just briefly briefly to acknowledge yeah that's true i've only got a certain number of years left yeah 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 then it activates in us as i say an urgency to live well now to choose to do the things that yeah. matter to us now to have conversations with the people we love and yeah. let them know now to apply for that job 
-hmm. Now, to ask that lady, that girl, or that guy right. out. Mm -hmm. Now. Otherwise, we can defer. We can sit back and have this timid approach to life where we keep procrastinating living with courage. Yeah, yeah. So that's the third mm -hmm. human predicament. Mm -hmm. So altogether, we've got an overactive and very influential imagination. Mm. We've got a culture that says you should not feel bad. Do not feel bad. Keep feeling good and keep yeah. obey, keep buying our stuff. Yeah. And and that'll make you happy. Mm. Lie, complete mm. lie. And number three, yeah. Yeah. we're unable to yeah. sit with the discomfort of acknowledging that mm -hmm. we have, we don't know how many years. Yeah. But mm. it's not that many. Yeah. May I make a suggestion, a recommendation to your listeners? Go ahead, go ahead. Mm. Yeah, there's a, a wonderful website uh, and it's, uh, let's get this right, count.life. Just that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to type in HTTPS. Or anything. Just mm -hmm. count.life. Press yeah. enter. It takes you to a web page and it just asks you two questions. It says, when were you born? <laughs> Interesting. Okay. We started off this conversation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> when, it doesn't ask you what day you were born. It <laughs> just says, what, what date? Okay. What date were you born? Right. And number two, how many years do you think you'll live for? Give yourself a hundred. Why not? Type yeah, in a hundred. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> yeah. And then you press enter. Mm -hmm. And what it shows you is your entire life represented as bricks. And every brick is one week. So it okay. shows you the weeks you've already lived. Mm -hmm. And it shows you how many weeks with little, little bricks right. you've yeah. got left. And I tell you, when you look at the number of... <laughs> bricks you've got left it's it becomes very very obvious that there aren't that many yeah yeah if someone yeah. says to you oh you've got 50 years of life left 50 mm -hmm. that that feels like a long time but if you represent it visually mm -hmm. as 50 blocks 12 week uh, whatever it is 52 right. weeks a year uh -huh. it, yeah, yeah. when you see it visually you realize whoa whoa there's not that much and I look yeah. at mine often mm -hmm. and it just ignites a sense of, right, let's get on. Let's reach out to people like uh, Dr. Kenya White. Let's mm -hmm. talk now. I'm not going to do this in a month's time or next year. Sure. Let's do it now. Mm -hmm. Hey, interesting. I, I love that. And that was another thing that stops us from pursuing our biggest dream because we all have dreams. And um, we, yeah, we do. And we, we are by, by default, can you, yeah. by default, we are timid, hesitant, mm. reluctant to take risk by oh, yeah. <laughs> default. But we don't have to leave things on their default setting. Yeah. When I got my phone, it had a certain background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't leave it, it on the default. It, I've changed that. Right. Yeah, we need to do that with our lives. Yeah. We don't have to stay on default. We can change the settings, mm. make them our own so that we can manage mm. our reactivity we can never get rid of it. We yeah. can never become fearless, mm -hmm. fearless. We cannot yeah. do it, but we mm -hmm. can manage our minds mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that we can take action whilst we still feel yeah. the concern and the doubt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what living with courage is. Yeah. And I think the fault, you know, I love you use the, the, the analogy of the fault, the phone and life, because that the fault of our life is set by our family. Our, the society, our community, yeah? A hundred percent. 
culture. A hundred percent. Yeah, and our, and and some genetics. And some genetics. But, <laughs> yeah, definitely, yes, can't leave that. That's out. right. Yeah, yeah. And we've all grown. You grew up in a yeah, certain yeah. culture, which <laughs> taught you certain things. Right, right. And me too, and everybody. Yeah, definitely. But we. As as adults, it's very hard as children, but as adults, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we can develop the capability, and it's a skill, it's a skill mm -hmm. which we can all get better at, of choosing, mm -hmm. of choosing what we're going to do and how we're going to behave. Definitely. What would a meaningful life look like for us? Right, right. And still be respectful to other people yeah. as we chart our own course. There's no that, reason to... That has to be... That has yep. to be. But before I move on to the next question, I, I, I'd just like to suggest one of my mantras is that if we, we need to remain humble because when we start to, to, to believe that we have reached, right, we don't need anybody else. What do oh. you think will happen? We start to disrespect others. I can disrespect you because I don't need Eric. Let me disrespect him, you know? So we yeah. need to be humble and, and that will help us to respect others because we are going to yes. need each other. Yes, yeah, I, I to totally agree with you. So it's it's an immature level of development yeah. that we, we all actually pass through this. Yeah. Most of us pass through. Some of us get stuck. But right. yes, in, in life, children start off dependent mm -hmm, upon mm -hmm. their parents 100%, but mm -hmm. they reach a point in their uh, maybe their teenage years where they feel mm. independent and mm. I don't need you dad I don't need you mum <laughs> I don't need the world I can do it by myself right, right. that's a phase we go through before moving up into interdependence oh yeah where we realize we need each other mm. I mm -hmm. we are all interconnected yeah. and we need the goodwill mm -hmm. and the collaboration. And that's what makes humans so remarkable. We collaborate yeah. Yeah. with what we team like no other animal on earth. Yeah. We team, we help each other. And that's when we can be at our best. Yeah. It's important. And um, we're going to roll that into why do we hold ourselves back? I think you might have alluded to some of the, the thing you know, that you, you would be saying in this from being fully seen and heard as our real self, professionally yes. and socially. Talk to, yes. talk to me. Yeah. Well, in the, the workplace, there are many occasions where people will hold themselves back from being seen as their real selves. And mm. we can start off perhaps in meetings. So perhaps you're sitting in a meeting. There's a big. In the old days, we'd sit around a table, of course, but now it will be on a screen. Right, right. And, right. and, and maybe someone says something that you disagree with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now you've got, we reach a choice point. We have choice points right throughout the day. Point, yeah. But when someone says something you disagree with, you've got a choice. Now, do I express my real opinion here? Okay. Or do I play it safe mm -hmm. and keep quiet? And a, a lot of people will play it safe or better not rock the boat. And, oh. and there are times when that's a really good idea that actually <laughs> it's, it's not mm -hmm, a good mm -hmm. idea to, to speak up. Yeah. However, when we can show up, we, we hold back our experience and our gifts when we sit back, when we play a life of being a spectator mm -hmm. rather than a participant. Then others don't get to hear our perspective. Yeah. So, mm. we, so being heard and seen as our real self is really vital if we're going to contribute in a workplace mm -hmm. and it's not just speaking up it's participating it's taking on new roles yeah i have a follow-up to that 
Because you'll understand, it's a global thing. It's not an American thing or a Jamaican thing. You speak up in the organization and you're, you're downplayed when it comes to promotion and certain things. So this psychological safety is, is, is not there. So you're going to hush, hush. Yep, uh, totally. There are, there are circumstances where actually it will truly be in your disinterest mm -hmm. to speak up. They, they want obedience and conformity. And when people express themselves, they are belittled, yeah. humiliated and punished. Mm -hmm. Now, <laughs> excuse me. That's all right. We, we need to courageously make a choice. Are we, how long are we going to stay in that organization? Mm -hmm. What are we willing to put up with in our lives, in our one single life? What are we willing to tolerate? Now, sometimes there is only one job available. There truly is nowhere else to go. Okay. But organizations that treat their employees like that do not have loyal employees. They are all waiting for the opportunity to jump ship. They're, none of them are contributing 100% of what they have to offer. They so yes, organizations that lack psychological safety mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are missing out on the opportunity of tapping in to all that their employees can offer because their employees are pretending or they're, they're pretending to agree, yeah. they're pretending to buy in, they're pretending to conform. Mm -hmm. But we also need to be seen as our real selves in our relationships, yeah. Canute, mm -hmm. and not just work relationships, but personal relationships we need to really ask for what we want yeah. rather than just no I'll, I'll just settle for that i better not rock the boat people who can develop relationships where they can honestly ask for what they want from each other respectfully not demand but yeah. ask for what they want mm -hmm. they're more likely to get it asking for boundaries not to be transgressed yeah. asking for opportunities so a lot of a really successful life comes from asking yeah. reaching reaching out mm -hmm. for what we want rather than not risking reaching out for what we want in our relationships yeah. at home mm. and at work and in our careers yeah. interesting very interesting you know this is Kenyut White, Dr. Kenyut White. You're li listening to Kenyut Exploration, your topic in a podcast. I'm sitting in with Eric Winters out of Australia. And it's, it's morning for him now. He, he just got up. <laughs> so, <laughs> we are I'm coming around. I'm waking here. up. Uh, you're waking up. Uh, <laughs> we're getting sleepy here, you know? <laughs> but, but we're good. I mean, you know, it's, it's um, very interesting, the things that Eric has been saying. Um, Eric. This whole thing about um, the five regrets of dying, you, yes. you, have, you have talked about it for a while. Um, tell, tell us about that. Before I, I, I go back to, to talking about um, pursuing relationship, you might have touched on that um, a bit. No, yeah. you know something, Eric? Um, let, let me look at this. This thing about um, pursuing relationship and your profession, you know, the profession we deserve. What, what, what's the challenge with that? You might have touched a bit on that, but I want to be specific. Well, what is the challenge in asking for what we want in a relationship? We're, we're, some people, and all of us at times, have been fearful. Yeah. You know, I, I 
want, it could be I want greater intimacy or I want less intimacy. Maybe I want more time by myself mm-hmm. or, or less time, you know, more time together, for example. Right. Mm-hmm. Or I need, I'd like greater, greater consideration. I'd like you to show greater consideration. Okay. When we're with others, I'd mm-hmm. like you to behave in a different way. Yeah. So there's all sorts of things we could ask for in a relationship but often we'll hold back from asking because oh i don't want to upset them i don't want to rock the boat mm-hmm. i'd better not so it comes at a terrible price if we with when we're silent when we put our own wants and needs to one side we run the risk of building up a resentment over the years right so it's really important that we develop the capability and, and that's what i spend my time doing with people can you is yeah. helping people to develop the capability unfortunately what most people do is just use willpower yeah to be courageous they just i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it. i'm gonna ask this <laughs> i'm gonna do it and, and they get themselves worked up into a state and then when they ask for it they're in this very it's not a very effective state you know, right. I want more time by myself, can you? Mm. You're taking up too much of my time. And yeah. it's more of an attack than yeah. a, a carefully skilled request. So <laughs> there are times that willpower is a wonderful strategy for mm-hmm. being courageous in life. That It has its place. It's its place yeah. it, totally. But it is not an emotionally intelligent mm-hmm. approach okay. to being courageous. There are things we can do, and I've got three mindsets that okay. I that I describe in the book and I teach people and we, we can talk about here yeah. that help people develop emotionally intelligent courage so yeah. they can reach for what they want in their professional and personal lives. Right. I think we'll look at that later later on. But um the the five regrets. Let's oh, talk, yes, the, talk about the top five uh, regrets of dying. Okay. Well let me ask you what might you guess mm-hmm. or what might your listeners guess first before i tell you what okay. might you guess would be amongst the top five what do you reckon regrets of dying leaving yes. my family uh, uh, you know I, well family family I, well, I, I wish i'd spent what more time with my family or yeah we, yeah i wish i'd spent more time and know that i'm leaving them yeah uh, okay yeah, well, he, like. that, yes there is something like that there, i'm giving you one point out of a possible five okay <laughs> so <laughs> here we go number one remember was i wish i'd had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life that others expected of me number two i wish i hadn't worked so hard people do not spend their last few months saying oh i wish i'd worked harder i wish i'd spent more time in the office i wish i'd answered more emails if only (laughs) i had filled out more spreadsheets no Right, that's so. not a that's not something people wish that was number two number three mm. i wish i'd had the courage to express my feelings oh i wish i'd had the courage to express my feelings number four i wish i'd stayed in touch with my friends yeah i wish i'd stayed in touch with my friends it's so easy to get apart yeah. and number five i wish that i had let myself be happier mm-hmm because being happy, to, a, to some degree, yeah, it's a choice. We oh, decide, my... you know, we choose. Am I going to be happy in this situation, mm-hmm. or am I going to, am I going to grumble yeah. and mope and complain? So we have we have some 
choice there. Mm. Those were the top five. Yeah. How much do we blame society, though? Or can we blame society for, for not fulfilling our wishes? Well, when we have a sense of a very limited agency, mm. so when we feel disempowered, we feel like we don't, if we feel like you don't have much choice, right. then we look for people to blame. Yeah, yeah. But it's a perception that we can all slip into, and it's a perception that we don't have much choice. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it, but it, it's been said by uh, very wise, as we both know, very wise uh, mm -hmm. psychotherapist, right. uh, uh, Frankel. He okay. said, mm -hmm. he said, look, everything can be taken away from a person, mm -hmm. except their ability to choose their attitude in okay. any given set of circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Anything. So he was uh, in a prisoner of war camp in, uh, we were not even a prisoner of war. Mm -hmm. He was in a concentration camp during the Second World War as mm -hmm. a Jew, locked up, watching his friends being executed. But he discovered that it was still possible yeah. to manage your mind even under those challenging circumstances, to not yeah. give up hope to imagine a better future yeah. and he found that it is possible even under the worst circumstances to choose your attitude yeah mm -hmm. and and you know I, I you talk about attitude and i just like to to clarify this because attitude and behavior is two different things uh people um attitude basically speaks to the the belief the emotional um aspect of, of things that that influence your behavior right so your emotion your belief of an object, uh, a person, uh, an event, and, and that influence your behavior um, about that person, um, event, or object. So Yes, I love that word. Can you, that really <laughs> important distinction you've made there. It yeah. influences, oh, yeah. but it does not control. Oh, it does. So some people Im imagine, no, I'm feeling angry, therefore I must behave angrily. No. Uh, no. And it's, it's not true. We can feel any emotion any emotion at all extreme mm -hmm. happiness hope despair depression uh jubilation exhilaration anything mm -hmm. and still we can choose what we're going to do and how we're going to do it Definitely. Definitely. yeah and that's Definitely. important yeah i'm glad that you're in behavioral science as well we can relate yes <laughs> mm. this is can you <laughs> exploration i am dr can you white can you exploration you're topic in a podcast i'm sitting in with Eric Winters out of Australia. Sydney, right? Sydney. It's Australia. true. Yeah. Right, yeah I'm looking out. The, yeah. There, there it is. I can, I can see it out Sydney. the window. This All is right. Australian sunshine on yeah, the plant. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, the, the, this thing about um, avoiding the number one regret most people have in life. Oh, oh yes. can you do that? Yes. Absolutely. So here we go. So the question is okay, if we if we accept this message from the dying, it's a mm -hmm. gift to the living. Right. Have, develop courage to live a life true to yourself. Develop mm -hmm. that courage. There's the, the first thing is, I believe, we need to attend. If, if we're going to be less reactive and mm -hmm. more intentional, because that's what courage requires. We can't be on autopilot and be reactive to, to, to being afraid. We've right. got to choose. The first thing we need to attend to is our physiology. Before okay. we get clever with mindsets and attitudes and all of that and 
psychological interventions, the first thing to do is yeah. to attend to the biology of courage. Okay. And our ability to be courageous is massively impacted by three things in our biology. Mm -hmm. And the first one is our sleep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, and it's a bit ordinary, I, yeah. I know, but th the truth is we've got to call it out. Yeah. If we cheat ourselves of sleep, we miss out on the part of the night where we get an emotional intelligence tune-up. Okay. So during our REM sleep, and we have about five periods yeah. or more yeah. every night, we have REM sleep, and it's yeah. during our REM sleep, our dream time yeah. at night, that our emotional circuits get a tune-up. And mm -hmm. if you don't get the tune-up, you, you and I will behave like a three-year-old in the morning. <laughs> and right. if you take away a three-year-old's <laughs> toy, <laughs> they're, they're not pleased about it. They're not pleased. And they, they let you know. And we all become more tetchy, more impulsive. We give in to urges. We, all of us, mm -hmm. act more on autopilot. We're more reactive yeah, if we yeah. don't get a full night's sleep. Yeah. So, so the first thing I'd say, get not just length, but quality of sleep. It really matters. Mm -hmm. Number two, movement. We've absolutely got to move during the day. Yeah. The only reason we have a human brain, a brain at all, is to help us to move. Yeah. Animals in the sea that live stationary lives on a rock, mm. they don't have brains. They do not need to navigate. And if you're going to go above things, around things, avoid risks, move towards what you want, you need a brain. Yeah. And it turns out in a human animal, our brains love movement. They work well yeah. after and during. And I, I'll just ask you, have you noticed that you have ever had any good ideas while you've been out uh, walking or cycling? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah movement it's yeah, it's good it. for our brains and interestingly we when we move we release into our bloodstream a courage chemical mm. a current they're called myokines oh yeah it's sometimes called the the, the hope molecule by researchers mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. we just become more positive and more aspirational so if you want to lead a courageous life move yeah yeah throughout the day that. Yeah, it's a simple thing, but it makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. And the final thing that we need to do to take care of our body is what we eat. And incredibly, the food we eat makes a big difference to our mood and our sense of well-being. So we've – and it's the ordinary things. We already know about this. It's oh, yeah. vegetables. It's vegetables. Sugar – is really bad for our gut health. It's really bad. And I don't want to preach. People can choose to do yeah, what they want. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to tell people. But, but the science has shown now that mm -hmm. when we have a diet high in sugar, our gut health, all of those fungi and bacteria and viruses, the things that live inside our gut, mm -hmm. they lose their diversity. They become dominated by one sort of bug down there. Yeah. And then, and all those bugs, extraordinarily, they send messages through the gut wall, which go to the brain. Yeah. Our mood is impacted, influenced mm -hmm. by the life inside of us. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to feed it well. 
and the bottom line is lots of vegetables lots yeah. of vegetables so it's really good for your mood so that's the first thing i'd say mm -hmm. if you want to lead, lead a courageous life sleep eat well yeah. and move throughout the day not just once in yeah. the day you, we've got to be standing up moving not a marathon walk around yeah. the block no walk around the block so those are the first three things the physiology we yeah. need to attend to mm -hmm. After we've attended to that, then there are three mindsets which prepare us for living courageously at work and at home. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, the first mindset, I call it defiant gratitude. Mm -hmm, okay, defiant mm -hmm. gratitude. So remember, we're in a society that is telling us that we're not enough, not attractive enough, popular enough, yeah, yeah. rich enough, all the rest of it. Yeah. And that diminishes us. It, it makes us feel disempowered. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it also makes us feel helpless because it, we've discovered that no matter how much we buy, mm -hmm. we never actually feel enough. It, right. it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So instead of having this sense of lack, mm -hmm. which is created by our culture, we need to def develop defiant gratitude for what we do have already. Mm -hmm. So rather than focusing on what's missing, oh, I wish I had that iPhone, is it 12 we've got to at the moment? I, I don't know. Rather than <laughs> focusing on what we don't have, we focus on what we do have in life. Right, right. We, we all have so I have the opportunity to talk to yeah. you across the planet. Yeah. Wow. Feel Definitely. good about that. I have, <laughs> I have drinking water. We take this for granted. Clean oh, yeah. drinking water in yeah. an instant. Yeah. Until recently, uh, emperors could not dream of such a thing. The most powerful people on the planet yeah. until recently did not have hot and cold running water. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no medicine. Yeah. The, yeah. We have libraries now. We have internet. I can eat strawberries if I want them any time <laughs> of the year. They're always in the shops. Yeah. We, we've got books. We've got videos. Mm. We Medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Medicine. We've got so much. So it's important during the day, just once or twice, we pause and feel great gratitude mm -hmm. or appreciation for what we do have. And this is an antidote to the toxic junk values yeah. that we're given. Appreciate what we've got. This mm -hmm. is the first mindset, defiant gratitude. Yeah, and I say defiant gratitude. because... Yeah. Advertising does not want you to feel satisfied. It does not want you to feel good now. Yeah, it only yeah. works if you feel bad so that you'll yeah. try to fill the gap. So, so <laughs> yeah. be defiant. Be defiant mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. enjoy what you have. It doesn't stop you from reaching for more. Right. Yeah. But what you have is what you have gotten. So, you, so you do, Why not enjoy it? Yeah. And even 2,000 years ago, the Stoic philosopher Epictetus said learn to want what you already have if you'd like to be happy yeah so this is old wisdom it's old wisdom number one defiant gratitude uh, number two we need to uh, also instead also i'm going to say we need to have self-compassion for the circumstance that we find ourselves in this is kindness yeah. to ourselves it's very easy can you to imagine that everybody else is happy mm -hmm. and, yeah. and and has got it all together we look at other people's outsides 
and mm -hmm. we compare them to our insides. And we yeah. notice we all have an inner dialogue that's worried about tomorrow and yeah. is anxious mm -hmm. and regrets things we did in the past. But we look at other people and we can't see what's on the inside. Yeah. Everyone else seems so happy and together and successful. And we can mm -hmm. feel isolated. We can feel set apart. When we feel isolated, that erodes our well-being and our courage. So instead of being self-critical and beating ourselves up for not already having so much money or so much success or whatever, instead of being self-critical, mm -hmm. we need to be self-kind, okay. nice to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that shifts us into a headspace in which we can be more courageous. Mm -hmm. We can be bolder. Paradoxically, by being kind to ourselves, it shifts mm. us into a headspace in which we are more likely to approach what we want in life. And the third mindset, I call it courageous authenticity. Mm. And this is where we take ownership of our life. And we choose, we say, yeah, we've got this many years, we own that now, mm. we own it and we take ownership for our behavior. We accept actually other people don't make me do things. Yeah. I get to choose. Look, who moves my hand? Nobody but me. Yeah. No one else decides what I do, what I say. Mm -hmm. It's me. Mm -hmm. When we can own our lives and the years and the days and the moments in our lives, then we can author how we show up in our lives. We can choose for ourselves what kind of people we'd like to show up as, what kind yeah. of values we'd like to demonstrate. Mm -hmm. We decide. We can also choose what we're willing to accept, not only for ourselves, but for those we care about and yeah. for other people in society. Mm -hmm. So this isn't just about being selfish. This is also about protecting and being courageous about looking after other people. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Oh, right. you, you want to say something? This is one yeah. more thing. Yeah. The reason, so that's authenticity, mm -hmm. taking ownership of your life and authoring how you are going to behave yeah. in it, how you are going to reach things, reach for things. That requires courage. Mm -hmm. This is why yeah. I call it courageous authenticity yeah. because yeah. not everyone is going to approve. Yeah. At times, people say, no, you shouldn't be doing that. Our family yeah. has always had doctors. You've got, <laughs> you've got to be a doctor. Or yeah. and there's, a, there's a lot of pressure in society to conform, to wear yeah. certain clothes. And if you're a man, you're expected to behave in a certain way. Yeah. With women and other men, there's certain ways yeah. which, are ex which are approved of, which right. society will, yes, good, you're behaving yeah the way we expect right. yeah, norm. Yeah. Uh, yes now you could have a life yeah, yeah. following the norm yeah but mm. if we do that we risk getting to the end and sharing the number one regret of the dying i wish yeah. i'd had the courage to live a life true to myself yeah. mm. interesting very yeah interesting. And the last thing I'd like to say about that courageous authenticity yeah. is that it requires a willingness mm -hmm. to experience discomfort oh. while we do what matters. Mm. There is a price to be paid 
for reaching for a life that is personally meaningful. Yeah, yeah. And you'll know, I'm sure in your life you've had this. There have been times mm -hmm. when you have asked for something, yeah. and it could be in work. You've asked for a piece of business or a collaboration yeah. mm -hmm. or in a relationship. You've asked for something, and you did not have certainty yeah. that they were going to say yes. They yeah. could have said no. You could have been rejected. Mm -hmm. They might have laughed at you. Yeah. And we need to find a way, and it's a skill we can do. There, is, there are ways of relating to mm. our fear that reduce the influence. You spoke about influence earlier on. Right. Uh -huh. Fears and doubts and concerns and worries cannot control you. They right. cannot. They have influence, mm -hmm. but there are techniques we can develop to reduce the influence. Mm. But there will always be some. We, there will always be some. Yeah. And the better we can get at acting with courage with worry, doubt, fear, uncertainty, the bigger lives that we can experience. Interesting, interesting. Um, before we move into your book, um, let, let's, let's look at the, the essential foundations of being fit for a purposeful life. Yes. Well, those those things were the, the three physiological characteristics okay. we spoke about earlier. Okay. So you're absolutely right. We need to be fit for purpose, mm -hmm. fit. And in the case of being a human being, we've got to take care of our sleep, duration mm -hmm. and quality. We've got to take care of our diet. We've got to pull in that sugar. It's never been cheaper here in <laughs> Sydney, Australia to buy chocolate. Okay. I don't know how much chocolate oh, yeah. costs where you are. Wow. Yeah. I can buy a kilo, a kilo of, I have to put it on my shoulder, a kilo of chocolate for just oh. a few dollars. It's oh, yeah? really, it's super cheap it's now. Cheaper than US, I guess. Yeah, it's never been cheaper to get, to, 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 to eat badly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we've got to take care of our, our food and dial yeah. up the vegetables, dial down the sugar. And oh, thirdly, yeah. we've got to move. So that's what I talk about okay. when, I, when I mean getting fit for purpose oh okay so that's fit that's, you like it fit yeah. for purposeful life I, I love that i love it i love it hey your your books um yep. you know it, it, it's oh how, how did your book get its name really because um you know <laughs> the, the 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 book really is uh <laughs> oh that's nice nicely done yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that, that, that's me. That's can you exploration. You're topic in the podcast. You know, we get the graphics good, right? Beautiful. I like your overlays, can you? Very Thank nice. you very much, man. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, where yeah. that name comes from? Yes, swipe, swipe right. <laughs> swipe right on your best self. Well, it's not that long ago, but this app on the phone, Tinder, showed up. It, I don't know when it arrived, but a few years ago. And mm -hmm. in Tinder, as you may know, on this app, you're presented mm -hmm. with lots of different people that you might right. want to right. date. Yeah. And the people, if you like someone, mm -hmm. you choose them by touching them and swiping right. So you, mm -hmm. when you choose someone, you swipe right. And if you don't want someone, you oh. swipe to the left. And I noticed now it's not just Tinder. I bought something on Amazon last night. And... <laughs> yeah. It was the same. You want this? Swipe right. So swipe okay. right has become a metaphor for choosing. Mm. We put a lot of time into thinking about who we'd like to be with in a relationship, who mm -hmm. you'd like to date. So spend mm. a lot of time. 
but there's someone you spend much more time with in your life. It's yourself. Oh yeah. You will spend every waking minute <laughs> with yourself. Yeah. And actually, the kind of people we are is a choice. We're not stuck mm. on default. We can choose to be the kind of people that we'd like to be more often. We'll never be perfect. Mm. But when we can identify for ourselves, actually, you know what's important to me? When I get to the end of my years, I'd like to be remembered as someone who was kind, uh, who was considerate, who was courageous in life, who helped others, whatever. Everyone must decide for themselves. But when we can identify those qualities that we would like to embody and express through our behavior, yeah, yeah. then we can develop the ability. Once we know what we want, then we can choose to be like that kind of person intentionally mm -hmm. more often. And I call that swiping right on our mm. best self. Yeah, it's this act of choice. That, that, that's interesting, though. And um, you want to talk a bit more about your book, though, because I, I, I realize that um, in your book, you have described seven steps to, to meet in any challenges more effectively. Talk a bit about that. Yeah, and you know what? I'm, I'm mindful that if I try to explain those seven challenges, the seven <laughs> steps in 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 two minutes, it, it's not going to do it any justice whatsoever. Okay. I, but what I, I yeah. what I would like to say about the book is that I just before writing this, I made mm. a commitment to myself, and that was that I wanted to write a book that would be easy to read, mm. very very easy to read. It would be small. I am tired of reading books that have one Everywhere. idea and, and a thousand pages of like bubble wrap words, just padding, padding. And you've got to wade through the book before you get to the one idea. Right. I have stripped out all of the padding from this book. Yeah, nice. Yeah, my book has a front and a back. The uh, people who are watching this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's at a front and a back, and it's a lot of pages. So it's not, it's a, not a lot of pages. Book. It's so what we're looking at here is a yeah. graphical representation of the book, and it's half this size. It's a thin book. I'd like people to know they can read this book in a maybe two and a half hours. It's a quick read. Okay. And I get to the point, so 12 chapters, and every chapter has a summary at the back. Okay. So it's easy oh. to get to the links. To, I recommend videos and books and podcasts right. and songs, oh. even their recommendations. So this is an easy, accessible book. Mm -hmm. And it's all about how can you discover for yourself what's important. And I've got a lot of exercises on how you can identify what's personally meaningful to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I tell you how to develop defiant gratitude, how to develop self-compassion, and how to develop courageous authenticity. So it's a book, a really practical, simple book yeah. for, to help people to live, to avoid that number one regret of the dying. Mm. Yeah. Hey, um, Eric, you have... You have um gone into your your keynote speaker right um so, so yes. that's one other thing that you have been doing um tell us about that 
Yeah, well, organizations are, are very, very interested in getting the most out of their employees. Increasingly, mm. there's a lot of interest, especially in Australia. I, I don't know if it's the same in, in the US. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, they want the best out of their people and they understand now mm -hmm. that there are ways of developing emotional intelligence mm -hmm. and developing workplaces in which we treat each other with respect, mm -hmm. embrace diversity and we adapt to change mm -hmm. but all of these things adapting to change embracing diversity getting mm -hmm. the most out of others require courage yeah, yeah. doing things differently requires courage mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it's not easy and so i'm hired by organizations to talk about the simple things that every employee can do mm -hmm. to become more courageous in their yeah. workplace so yeah. that they can be not just better employees mm -hmm. because there's a you you might think oh people might say oh this is the company just trying to make, get me to work harder but it's not because people learn skills mm -hmm. that help them to enjoy their life go further in the organization oh, climb yeah. faster or leave it if yeah. it's not a good fit, they develop the courage to yeah. say, you know what, this, 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 isn't, this isn't working for me. And then find an organization that is a good fit and climb up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the other reason that people like listening and learning about courage is because they know very, very quickly, they know it makes them uh, happier and more successful outside mm -hmm. of work too. Yeah. Because being in a family, being in a relationship, doing anything in life whether it's in work or outside of work mm -hmm. it needs courage yeah you yeah. you also have workshops um experimental learning experimental yes learning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah because we whilst i wish i could say you will you can learn about this in a book okay <laughs> actually <laughs> no, i'd like practice, you so. can learn about mm. it oh, in yeah. a book about it, it. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you, you've got to do it. You've yeah. got to do it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, the, the best way to develop courage is actually through these experiential workshops. Mm -hmm. It's through trying things. It's through practicing things. Yeah. It's through meeting on a Monday and then we give people exercises and we come back in a week yeah. and people mm -hmm. have tried things and we, we share and we learn. Right. And the, the evidence shows, and I'm really uh, very keen on approaches that have a scientific foundation mm -hmm. uh, that have an evidence base and the approach mm -hmm. which i teach has a wonderfully rich evidence base showing sure. that yeah people do change their behavior mm -hmm. they are more courageous when they learn cool. these skills yeah and um, i love the evidence-based thing because you know data is essential you know we have to to work with that and um transformative um training transformative training skills yeah yes yeah, that, that's right. So these this, the skills that people learn, they're transformative in that they never look at things quite the same way again mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because people come out of the training with a greater sense of ownership mm -hmm. of their behavior. That's the first thing. Yeah. So you were talking earlier on how people m might sometimes in some organizations feel disempowered right. or feel like they're a bit of a victim. Mm -hmm. People come out of this training with a greater sense of ownership of what they do and they own their mistakes and they also own that the 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 responsibility mm -hmm. for how they conduct their life yeah. is theirs 
it's yeah. not anyone else's. So they blame less. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and it's and reaching for things that you want in life, it is transformative because that's when they they you they happen. Yeah. If you don't reach mm -hmm. in life, mm -hmm. you you cannot achieve. Now you're never always going to get what you reach for. Life doesn't work that way. But if you yeah. don't reach at all, oh, I better not. My hand might be slapped back. So mm -hmm. I'd better, I'll just, I won't ask for anything. I won't aspire for that <laughs> new role. Yeah, yeah. I won't tr develop those new skills. Mm -hmm. They're trying to delegate new responsibility, but I'll say no. Yeah. It, we lead smaller lives of unfulfilled potential. So yeah. the key, really, it's the key to living mm. a rich, full, and meaningful life is developing the set of skills, and it's a set of mm. skills mm -hmm. to be courageous. Right. Hey, how can we contact you? Through can, my you? website. Through mm. my website. That's the best place. ericwinters.com.au. Oh, there's, you've put the website up yeah, on the... Yeah, I put it up. <laughs> so, so in fact, for those persons watching on yeah. um, YouTube, they, they can see it, but there are persons on, um, listening on their favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcast, Amazon, and so on. They would like you to say it out. <laughs> so so go, yes. again, go ahead again. Yes. Uh -huh. Actually, just Eric Winters, that's E-R-I-C-W-I-N-T-E-R-S, dot com dot A-U. And if you go to my website, you can actually download the start of my book for free from the first page. And I'd like to make a prediction. If you read the very first page of my book, hmm. and there's a, there's a whole, I think it's two chapters there, but you'll know after one page whether you're going to love this book or not. Oh, cool. You'll, cool. Know, you'll know just from the, the, the way that I write. You'll, you'll know. So it doesn't yeah. take very long. <laughs> it's a great book. It's a great book. And you know, I, I have dabbled into a bit of it. Right, um, Eric sent me something up, right? But um, yeah, but I, I, I also want you to, your email address, Eric. Yes, yes. So it's hello at ericwinters.com.au. I would love to hear from any of your listeners to hear what, what are the things that we've spoken about today which resonate for them. Right, right. And also to hear of the times in their life. I love hearing this from people in my audiences and workshops, the times in their life when they have been courageous. Mm -hmm. okay. And, you know, often, can you, people tell me that the times in life that they are most proud of, when they look back, yeah. the occasions in which they are most proud, it involved courage. Mm. It's mm. not the times when they lay on a beach and it was warm, and they had a cold drink in their hand. Yeah. That's not the time that they're most proud of. It's they did something. They aspired to something. They asked someone out, or they applied for a job, or they mm. started a new business. They started yeah. a new podcast. Right, right. And you should be proud of those moments, as Definitely. you should be proud, Kenya, of, of starting this podcast. <laughs> of course, and I'm meeting so many wonderful people like Eric Winters and others. Hey, Eric, I'm going to ask you something before I let you go. If, really? Uh, look, and I'm going to ask it to you. I, I put you on the spot. Your, what, what are your strengths? You will tell me something. my strengths. Yeah. Oh, no, this is a, this is not this is this is a kind question. Thank you, can you? <laughs> <laughs> my strengths are zest, lo love of learning, uh, gratitude, teaching, mm 
and caring for others. Okay, great. What are your weaknesses? Oh, my weaknesses. I am... I okay, don't, much, don't, don't, but... don't go there. Don't go there with that. <laughs> no, you know, and, and this is why I'm asking you that. When people ask me, what are your strengths? I tell them, zoop, 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 zoop. Yeah. When, what are your weaknesses? I'm like, uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Talk to me. Talk to me. I'll What's tell you. I'll confess up. I'm very, very bad at administration. Uh, I just hate administration. Tax yeah. returns, invoices, anything to do with paperwork, I am guilty of procrastinating. Right, I'm just right. awful at it. So... That is my, it's my kryptonite, can you? My <laughs> yeah. kryptonite is admin. Hey. It's awful. I, no, ter terrible. And I, I know it makes sense to stay on top of these things. I understand I ought to. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but I, I, I hate it. I'm awful at it. <laughs> hey, Eric, so nice talking to you, though. You can, you know, we, we know we can get to you on Facebook as well. Um, oh yeah, of course, Facebook and LinkedIn. If people, I should have said thank you for mentioning that. Uh, Kenny. Yeah, if people would like to stay in the loop, because I do run uh, workshops, mm. uh, free workshops uh, online, and mm. if you connect with me on Facebook or LinkedIn, you're more likely to hear about them. Give us the address uh, for those. What Facebook is what? Is my Facebook. Well, it's actually my yeah. handle mm -hmm. is the same for Facebook and LinkedIn. Okay. It's at Eric Winters, com AU. It's the same handle for LinkedIn and Facebook. Okay. So it's fine. at Eric Winters, com AU. How about That's your phone you number? Is that phone I'm not providing. Oh, you've put my phone number. Don't put. <laughs> now, now the whole planet is going to be calling. <laughs> it's going to start ringing in a minute. I didn't want that up. All right, that's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll deal with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll deal with that. All right, Eric. Um, it, it's nice. It's nice talking to you, though. Um, you know, it has been it has been great talking to you, right? Um, and you. Thank yeah. you so much for the opportunity to meet you and to uh, share some ideas and to hear yeah. your perspectives. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, I I will listen to this again. I I usually, you know, <laughs> I I listen to my guests. I go back and listen, and I, I am sure you listen to your your. I do. You go I do. Back. I do. You learn from it. You learn from what you have said. Every time, it's been said that the only way we learn is by reflection. Yeah. We need to reflect. We've got to look back and yeah, yeah get get some distance and reconsider, chew on the ideas, taste them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but um. I will keep in touch with you. I, I know I your time is, and you can keep in touch with me. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. That would be a pleasure. Uh, have a good night's sleep. Uh, it's nighttime. It's coming Don't your way. It. Don't mention it. You're good. Yeah. You're, you're having morning there. You're going to uh, Yeah, I've, I've got a fresh baguette on my <laughs> kitchen table. It's, it's time for some breakfast. Wow. It's time for dinner for me, right? I <laughs> bon appetit. Yeah. Yeah, right. But um, that, that's all the world around, and I love it. I love it. You know, you guys are going into the morning. You know, it's like it's like keeping the world safe. Um, I'm on guard. You're on guard now. I go it, to bed. Then you go yes, to bed. That, I'm oh, on guard. So we take care of the that, world, right? That's together. We've got it covered. Can we you? got it covered? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's your turn now. <laughs> okay. All right. Keep safe keep hands. Take care. Keep safe. All right. Take care. Bye bye. All right.
<laughs> bye for now. Bye-bye. Nice. <laughs> hey, that was Eric Winters from Australia. Nice, nice person. You know, it was so nice talking to him on the other side of the planet, as you would have said, right? Um, Eric has taught us how to, to you know, engage the, our, our world, you know, engage our greatness to to get what we want, to, to engage courage, to look at some of the regrets of dying, and and how we can live a courageous life. He, he has he has so much to offer. And and if you you talk with him, you send him an email. Please don't call Eric. You know it, you know it, it's challenging at this time. But you can send him uh, uh, an email. Hello at ericwinters.com.au. You know that he's out of Australia, and um, he has so much to offer. His Facebook and LinkedIn angle. Um, at Eric Winters, come AU, right? You can touch base with him there. You know, he, he also his website, go on his website, um, www.ericwinters.com.au. Again, it's out of Australia. He, he has a lot to offer, very sensational person. With, with you know, he has so much to offer. He, he runs workshop for organizations. Um, experimental learning to develop courageous leadership um, in self, others, and teams for organization. He is a keynote speaker. You can um, hire him to to talk to to your group as a keynote speaker. Um, inspirational talks to give audience insights and tools to increase performance, well-being, and courageous authenticity uh, at work and and home as well. So that's Eric Winters for you. And um, as I said, send him an email at hello, hello at ericwinters.com.au. Um, he rather to have you um, email him. Don't call, don't call, don't call. We, we, we snapped that number up and we took it down back um, quickly. Um, suggest that you email him. So that we can, he can um, assist you, and you know, follow you further. Look, we are still in a pandemic. This is June twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. The world is still in a pandemic. We are not um, out of it totally yet. We are getting there. Remember your mask. Wear your mask wherever you're listening from. Wear your mask. As we say in Jamaica, pandemic still playing. It's still there. It's still a part of our lives, right? Wear your mask. Remember social distance, wash your hands. Eric and I were talking about this whole thing about washing our hands and, and he has become a black belt in doing that. We have become experts in doing that. And, and there's a new way we, we didn't know before, right? And the vaccine, I have taken my two um, Pfizer vaccine. That's uh, after Pfizer. And um, we, I, I, I just have slight headache and, and uh, a pain where, where the shots went. And uh, I, I would want to suggest, encourage you, not forcing you to take it, but encourage you to take your vaccine um, so that we can go back, go out there and um, have fun again. The, I, I realize Jamaica is open in the, um, the entertainment sector the 1st of July. That is a good move. Um, honorable, most honorable Prime Minister Andrew Holness, uh, that's off to you, sir. And I know that you keep things in control as, as you do that as you allow for the entertainment sector to open so that Jamaica can, can increase their revenue. Um, tourists can, can come in 
and and I know you got that um pat lack as we would say in Jamaica everything will be good um because you'll have the the, the measures still under control um I'm sure over there in Australia they're 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 trying to put things together as well and slowly the world will be hoping and um we'll be going back out there thanks um for for watching thanks for listening those persons who are um listening on their favorite podcast platform hey this was canyon's exploration your topic in a podcast a cm pen llc production i am dr canute white remember to subscribe share rate and comment you can reach me at wradio668 at gmail.com follow me on instagram at canyon's exploration thanks for watching thanks for listening Goodbye.